everybody, this is Pastor Chad, and you are listening to The Way Radio Podcast. And uh, this is episode number three, and what I wanted to talk about today was uh, part of the way, uh, the way Radio Podcast is going to be called Healthy Living, and I just wanted to talk about that briefly. It's going to be a little bit of a short episode, but I wanted to explain why we're going to discuss healthy living as part of this podcast as we go forward. One of the reasons is it seems to be that uh, healthy living is pr- pretty much a neglected topic in much of the modern church. And when I say that, I'm talking about the true church. I'm not talking about the New Apostolic Reformation, Joel Osteen. You know, they talk about health, wealth, prosperity uh, through a false gospel message. No, I'm talking about genuine, true healthy living for the right reasons. And that's what we're going to discuss uh, on the Way Radio podcast. As you know, uh, one of the ministries I run is called Recovery Reformation, and healthy living definitely definitely relates to Recovery Reformation to that ministry because a sinful lifestyle and addiction is the polar opposite of healthy living. So one of the things that I really try to emphasize to people that I've helped and or that I've worked with uh, over the years that have overcome uh, addiction and sin, uh, habitual sin, whether it's drinking, alcoholism, porn addiction, whatever it is, uh, one of the things I try to really emphasize is that people totally change their thinking into living in a healthy way instead of a destructive way. So it relates very much to the Recovery Reformation ministry. And then also, you know, as Christians, we are servants of Jesus Christ. And I think it stands to reason that we will be more effective, we'll be more fruitful, and we will be more enduring in the cause of the gospel if we are vibrant and healthy people. If you're sick, you're tired, you're run down, you're depressed, you're not going to be effective in the work that you're doing in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, if you say, well, yeah, but I'm not in ministry. Folks, if you're a Christian, you're in ministry. God blesses every believer with gifts, and those gifts are used in the ministry of reconciliation and the cause of the gospel uh, in a lot of different ways. So we all have a job to do. We're all part of the body of Christ, and the healthier we are, the more vibrant we are, the more alive we are, and shining for the Lord, the more effective we're going to be in that. Uh, John 10.10 says, The thief comes only to steal and to kill and destroy. I came that they may have life. And have it abundantly. That's Christ telling us that. And part of living in gratitude to God is caring for what we have been blessed with, which is life. Now, when I say healthy living, as we go through this podcast, I'm referring to physical, mental, and spiritual health. All three aspects of the person, I guess you could say. So we'll be talking about physical health, mental health, or you could say emotional health, and then spiritual health. And then another point I wanted to make is uh, a Christian who is disabled or handicapped can still have an attitude of healthy living because of gratitude and the joy that a believer has in Jesus Christ. And this is a very important point because one thing you're going to learn as I go through this when when I teach about this, and this is a topic that I've studied for years and I have a passion for, is... Uh, it comes down to a proper attitude, a proper mindset in order to enable us to do things in our lives that uh, strengthen us, that enable us to uh, achieve a better 
level of health and to overcome any or overcome sicknesses that we may have. And I'll get into that a little bit later. But what I wanted to do, there's an article that I wanted to share. It's short. It's just a two-minute read. But I think it speaks a lot to some of the things that we're going to discuss as we go forward in the podcast. And the title of the article is The Decline in U.S. Life Expectancy is Unlike Anything We've Seen in a Century. It's by Nexus Media, uh, Richard G. Bug Stevens, um, The Conservation, so that's the uh, title, or that's the author to the article, and then I, I got the article on popsci.com, and I'll put a link to the article on the uh, show notes, so if you want to link over to that site, you can. So the decline in U.S. life expectancy is unlike anything we've seen in a century. So let's just go through this article, and I think you'll understand a little bit more of what I'm talking about. It begins, more Americans are dying by their own hands and by overdoses. For a nation that spends more on health care per citizen than almost any other, America isn't exactly reaping the rewards. Life expectancy has been steadily climbing for decades now, but in the last few years, it's taken a troubling turn in the other direction. Now, if we go back to that first sentence, more Americans are dying by, by their own hands and by overdoses, one of the things that I'm very concerned about is the increase in suicide rates across all demographics in America and in most developed countries around the world. Uh, I think there's a variety variety of things that attribute to this. um, Drug use, depression, social media, which feeds into depression, I think has a a lot to do with it. Uh, People are just inundated with electronic input through social media, and I think that's wreaking havoc on people's well-being. So we'll discuss that as we go forward. But the article continues... A new report from the Centers for Disease Control shows that a small decrease in life expectancy from 78.7 to 78.6 years is part of a continuing trend. Even as we make progress treating cancer, heart disease, and stroke, three of the biggest killers were losing ground on other fronts and have been since 2014. That makes this continuous decline unlike anything we've seen since World War I and the Spanish Influenza which both happened between 1915 and 1918. In its report, the CDC highlighted highlighted three things that have contributed to Americans' shrinking life expectancy in recent years. Drug overdoses, chronic liver disease, and suicide. Increased death rates for unintentional drug overdoses in particular, a subset of unintentional injuries, contributed to the negative change in life expectancy observed in recent years, the report reads. But the changes aren't affecting everyone equally. Take a look at these charts. And in these charts, it shows that there are three main factors the CDC identified as being up behind the drop in life expectancy. The chart shows suicide, drug overdose, and liver disease. Health and life expectancy varies geographically. Worldwide variation is enormous. But even within the United States, you can expect to live 6.6 years longer if you live in Hawaii, the top-ranked state, than in Mississippi, which comes in last. With its 81.3-year life expectancy, Hawaii looks more like the Netherlands than the United States. Mississippi's 74.7-year projection looks more like Kuwait. Now, that's interesting because I'm not picking on any uh, state like Mississippi, 
but I think it's pretty common knowledge that Hawaii is a place that's known for healthy living. Uh, You're near the ocean, you've got fresh air, but beyond that, you've got, uh, I think there's a a predominant number of people there that are into exercise. They're outside, they're doing things that are healthy, um, they're keeping themselves active, and I think that's what really feeds into Hawaii being the leading state as as far as longevity, our life expectancy. Americans living in much of the South have much shorter lives than those in the rest of the country. Tackling the various problems that contribute to the recent upticks in suicide, liver disease, and drug overdoses won't be easy. There are multifaceted issues often complicated by economics that we've only just begun to parse. But if we want Americans to lead long and healthy lives, it looks like we're going to have to change what we're doing. If these charts tell us anything, it's that our current methods aren't working. And that's the end of the article. So like I said, it was just a short read, but I think it gets a little bit to the heart of what I want to address in these episodes in which we discuss healthy living. And one thing I really want to look at too in future episodes is I'm going to share uh, health statistics regarding, like I said, suicide, drug addiction, um, heart disease, heart disease uh, cancer, depression. I really, uh, I've studied those statistics statistics quite a bit over the last few years, and I'm going to share some of those because those are shocking as well. Uh, but the hard truth is that many people are miserable and many people are unhealthy. And what it comes down to is this is, this is a result of the fall of mankind. It's a result of sin in mankind. And that's what we're fighting against here. But really, the hard truth of the fact is that many people are just miserable and unhealthy, and that's why things are getting worse and worse, and life expectancy is declining. Obesity, heart disease, cancer, diabetes, think about this, can all be avoided and cured through proactive changes that we can make. Now, this is the solution side of it. Obviously, we've got this huge problem that needs to be addressed. But I can tell you from personal experience in myself and in people I know, again, that obesity, heart disease, cancer, diabetes can all be avoided and often cured through proactive changes that we can make. And the cool thing about this is these changes can be made at any age. So much sickness that people suffer from is due to lifestyle, diet, and lack of exercise, things that we can change. When I was, uh, I'm 55 years old right now, and when I was 40, uh, right before my 40th birthday, I went in for a checkup. And the doctor said, you know, overall, I, I, I was pretty healthy. At that time, I think I was still smoking. That's when I was going to Alcoholics Anonymous. So I was in, in a very toxic program at the time that was very negative, And I think it, it added a lot of stress uh, to my life. But the doctor told me that it looked like I was beginning um, high blood pressure. And he wanted to put me on high blood pressure medication. And he said, once I get on it, I'd probably have to be on it forever. And I've seen the side effects of high blood pressure medication in family members and people that I know. And I've also seen people that are very close to me suffer miserably because of the side effects of all kinds of different medications that they've been put on. And as a result of what I've seen, and I'm not saying this is something that I recommend for everyone, but I've become very 
I guess you could say, I'm just not a big fan of going to the doctor. To put it bluntly, that was the last time I went to the doctor. When I was 40, I'm 55 now. When he told me that I, that I should look at high blood pressure medication, I just told him I'm not interested. And I started running. Um, I think it was that day or the next day I went home and I decided I'm going to start running and I'm going to not move any further into any kind of lifestyle that could be unhealthy or destructive. And I want to try to live in the healthiest way that I can. I quit smoking. I started running. Um, I've been running now for 15 years. I love running and I love the way it makes me feel. So that's one of the reasons I'm so passionate about what I'm talking about. I've seen people go the medical route, take the advice of doctors and take all these drugs and the drugs end up doing more damage than what the original ailment was. And again, I am not saying you shouldn't go to the doctor if you're sick. This, this is not advice that I'm giving. I'm just saying for myself, I don't go unless I'm sick and, and I haven't been sick. So I just have not had a, a, a reason to go. And I try to do everything I can to keep myself healthy and to stay healthy, and my, and my wife is the same way. So I'm going to repeat what I read earlier. Obesity, heart disease, cancer, diabetes can all be avoided and cured through proactive changes that we can make. And these changes can be made at any age. Now, that's very important because there, I, I've met people that are in their 70s that have had years of poor health that have got fed up with it, started eating right, started exercising, and all of a sudden they've got a clean bill of health. So these things can, can work rather rapidly if you do them correctly, but it really comes down to understanding that it doesn't matter how old you are, what condition you're in, if you want to make a change and you want to be healthy, you can do it. Uh, so much sickness that people suffer from is due to lifestyle, diet, and lack of exercise, things that we can change. Now, what I really want to get into is the importance of a proper attitude and a proper mindset regarding lifestyle, food, and exercise. And there's three things that I ask myself all the time when it comes to, I guess you could say, really food and, and, and other things in life, too. And the, these three questions are, will this help me or hurt me? If I eat this meal, is it going to help me or hurt me? Is it healthy or is it toxic? That's the second question. Is this healthy or is it toxic? And then the third question is, what can I get rid of and do without? Now, that third one really ties in well with something that Christians should strive to do throughout their, their walk with Christ is fasting. What can I do? What can I get rid of and do without in my life? What foods do I eat that I really don't need to eat? What sodas do I drink that I don't really need to drink? What alcohol do I consume that I could definitely do without? What things could I sacrifice, even if it might be hard for a while because I might have like a low-level addictive kind of feeling towards them, but as in doing it in the spirit of a fast could help me grow in my walk with Christ, could bring me to a better state of health, and could help me overall. So this is just a glimpse of the mindset that I want to talk about in these episodes. And another uh, thing I want to notate here is I'm referring to uh, I am referring to lifestyle exercise. A lot of times when you hear people talk about diet and exercise, you think of a diet program like Weight Watchers or some other program. I've seen family members try every diet on the books for years and they never work in the long term. 
So I'm not going to be talking about diets that are formal, and I'm not going to be talking about exercise programs. What I am referring to is lifestyle exercise, not the gym or training for a marathon. Instead, um, having a lifestyle that includes moving and activity through what we love to do, whether it's gardening, walking, whatever that activity may be. We do something that's positive, that's stimulating, that gives us joy, and that will help us grow towards a healthier lifestyle. Like I said, myself, I like to run. I like to hike. I like to swim. I grew up in Southern California. I like to surf. Uh, But we live in Idaho now, so I don't do that very much. My son and I just got a couple kayaks. I like to kayak. So those are the things I like to do, and they help us to stay healthy and to improve our health. So it's a lot of the attitude and the mindset is what I really want to get into in these episodes. So the living portion of this podcast is not about diets, exercise programs, or miracle cures. Healthy living is about the way you view and value yourself and having a mindset and attitude that is grounded in life and joy and health, abiding in and serving Jesus Christ. And I just... Folks, I'm so excited about this part of the podcast because I know these things work. My wife has done this. I've done this. I have friends that have done this. And I think what's so exciting about it is we live in a society here in America where everything is marketed, everything is pitched. You know, so you turn on the TV and you've got a commercial for a diet program. You've got a commercial for a pill. You've got a commercial for a miracle cure. Uh, everything is marketed and pitched to us as as a quick fix or something that's going to you know change us miraculously. But it really comes down to our mindset and the attitude we have and the view that we have of ourselves. And uh, it's just such a positive thing. And I'm real excited to dive into this going forward. If you have questions about this, please let us know. You can email me at chad at the way the letter R. 122.org. Uh, we do have also, I wanted to mention, an online Bible study on Wednesday evenings at 7 o'clock. You can just go to recoveryreformation.org and you scroll down the page. It'll say online discussion. You click on that link. It'll take you right into that meeting. It's through the Recovery Reformation portion of the website, but it's not a meeting that's focused totally on recovery. It's a Bible study for anybody that wants to uh, have some time of fellowship, uh, discuss theology and the things of scripture and growing our walk in the Lord together. We're going to be starting uh, going through the Heidelberg Catechism in that meeting in the next week or so. We may start it, uh, yeah, probably within the next two weeks. That's going to be really exciting. That is just a great way to really ground yourself in Christian doctrine and to grow in the Lord. So we'll be doing that. So you can reach us at recoveryreformation.org. Our church Website address is the way the letter R one two two dot org. On Facebook, you can find us at the Way Radio Group, or Recovery Reformation, or the Way dash R twelve two. All those will take you to places that you can find us on Facebook. Again, I'm real excited to get into this. I hope it's a blessing to people. And if you're out there, if you're suffering with diabetes, uh, you've got heart issues, you're overweight, you're not healthy, and you don't think you can get back to feeling good and to feeling vibrant and to feeling healthy, believe me, I can tell you from experience, you can. I've seen it work over and over again. It's not a program. It's not a diet. It's not a pill. It's just having the proper mindset, asking yourself the right questions, and valuing yourself in such a way 
that it makes it very easy to turn away from things that harm you. So uh, with that in mind, I'm going to sign off for this week, and I will be back next week with the next episode. God bless you guys. Take care.